Welcome to Unsung Heroes with Johnny, Daniel, James, and Sam. Our goal is to leave no hero unsung. Welcome to the Unsung Heroes podcast. I'm Johnny and I'm joined here with some friends. We have James. Hey, everybody. We have Samuel. Hello. And we have Daniel. Top of the morning to you, lads and lassies. Oh, boy, he's Irish. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, I I have a few announcements for our audience. Uh, First of all, this is going to be a special episode and the first of a few special episodes. Uh, So this will be our announcement for the end of season one of the Unsung Heroes podcast. And so that that means a couple of different things. First of all, that means that uh, this episode will not have a fully recorded and produced song at the end, and probably the next few episodes will not. But we will be making more episodes more frequently. So because now, you know, we're all kind of cooped up in our quarantine, uh, as we know a lot of you at home are as well, we want to provide some more content for you. And, you know, we have more free time too, so might as well start making more episodes, you know. That's right, yeah. So we're going to start making one episode every week. So you can look at that Uh, every Monday. We're going to have a new episode out. And they're going to be kind of shorter episodes to help us with production and everything. Probably around 20, 30 minutes or so. And this is going to be the first of those. But because we're doing it more frequently, we don't really have a ton of time to make a song every time. uh, Like a fully produced one. So we're going to probably like improv one at the end of every episode just to make sure that we, you know, we sing about all those heroes. You know, we don't want to leave any hero unsung. That's our mantra, of course. We're keeping we're keeping with that, but uh, we can't really, you know, make a fully produced song. But to make up for that, we are going to be releasing every song that we've made so far as an album for your streaming pleasure on whatever service you you choose. It'll be on Spotify, Apple Music. Wow. All right. That's right. (laughs) And you can go back and listen to some of your favorites, like the Admiral Yee episode. Or the Lady True song. Yo, it's Lady True. She was Or go back to some of the classics like Mad Jack Churchill. Mad Jack, the man who knew. I miss the classics. Yeah, oh, so good. <laughs> oh, good. All of those will be available as an album uh, under uh, un- the Unsung Heroes. We're going to be uh, releasing those. Stay tuned for uh, on our social media, Unsung Heroes Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. We're going to be announcing that, uh, but you can go listen to those. Uh, also, those will be higher quality than they are in each episode. So normally mm. when we produce the episodes, uh, you know, we have to compress them down to make the large file of the, of the uh, episode small enough to, for you to stream. But when we release this album, they're going to be higher quality. So you can go listen to those as well. It's going to be good. What are we going to call the album? We need to think of a name for that. Uh, man, I don't <laughs> the, the know. The Variety album? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the best album ever? I like, mean, don't best listen album. to this if you what? have particular genre tastes. Like, <laughs> no. Probably something simple like Unsung Heroes Season 1 or something. That, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Also, we're going to be releasing some of those on YouTube kind of one at a time. So uh, you can go look at our YouTube channel for that. 
Mm -hmm. uh, we'll have those linked as well. Uh, but for this episode, you know, we want to make this one a little bit shorter as well so we can kind of ramp it up, get this out to you guys quicker. So uh, we have James here. He's going to talk to us about a hero named Corporal Wojtek. That's how you pronounce it. Yep. Man, that's a hmm. crazy name. It's got some Slavic origins in there. So it's a little wow. bit of a... Borlog to Wojtek. Wow. Borlog. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so why don't you go ahead and tell us about him, James? So this one's going to be a slightly different... Um, episode in, in many ways, not just because of the brevity of the episode, but also because we don't know a ton about the inner thoughts and details of Corporal Wojtek's life. And hopefully you'll see why here in a little bit. He has somewhat of a tragic story, but in the same sense, it's very lighthearted. And I'm also going to be unfortunately breaking our sacred rule, which we have not done a very good job of keeping. But this was a World War II figure. But oh, hopefully, come on. <laughs> no, oh, man. Hopefully no. by the end, you guys will realize why I decided to go this route. Even though is it even a rule at this point? It's more like a, not, like a suggestion or something. <laughs> we'll call it the great suggestion of the Unsung yeah. Heroes podcast. Well, I will say a lot of the other heroes we've done might have been alive around World War II or have done something in it, mm -hmm. but. They haven't been primarily known for what they did in World War II, except for Mad Jack Churchill. So I think we have we have kept the rule pretty well. Mm -hmm. Although I have to say, so many people try to uh, you know they they submit possible heroes for us to talk about, and they're almost always World War II people. Yeah, I've I've had that happen too. A lot of yeah. people will write. A lot of my friends will write me, and they're incredible people. But I mean. It's, it's understandable. Honestly. How dare you suggest a World War II hero? You know, well, yes. <laughs> stop writing. That's, that's the well, but that's the reason why we made the rule because it's it's way oversaturated. That's like all anyone ever talks about. Honestly, yeah. even if even if any of our friends send us World War II heroes, we appreciate it. It's fun to read about those people. Absolutely. Yeah. So sorry fun. if when we don't yeah. feature feature them on, you'll you know that's why. Stop but. trying to make World War II happen. It's no, not Samuel, no, that's not that's not the message, Sam. <laughs> Uh, but I hopefully you guys will realize why this one's interesting. And to be fair, he didn't actually engage in any combat for obvious reasons, as you will see. But it's kind of a funny story. So hopefully you'll you'll enjoy my take on this one. Wow. So, yeah. So his, with a name like Wojtek, where, where is he from? Okay. So um, that's actually a great question. Um, and I'm actually just going to answer that question by beginning his origin story and kind of telling you how his life kind of got started in a sense. So... Um, Wojtek was a young orphan lad when he was discovered in 1942 by a group of Polish soldiers who were taking Polish civilians and helping them. Uh, they were basically being deported by the Soviet Union at the time who was um, in charge of Poland. Uh, some soldiers were taking these citizens down to a um, location near Iran in a town called Hamadan. So it's, it's kind of a complicated story. We don't have time to get back into it really at all. But basically to give you some, some background, you know, the Soviet Union sending Polish forces um, down south to Iran and they're escorting civilians. And on the way, they find this young, scrawny Kurdish boy um, whose mother had been killed and was just an orphan living around the railroad track at the time. And... This is one of the reasons why he's given a Slavic Polish name is because he didn't really have one, uh, mm. nor did he have any parents when they found him. So um, one of the refugees who was in this group going down uh, with this Polish regiment, um, there was a refugee girl, and her name was Irina um, Bokowicz, I think was her name, and she's 18 years old, and she saw this um, 
young lad, and she was moved to pity um, in that he was living by the railroad track again. No parents, had no means to sustain himself, so she convinced one of the lieutenants in this group um, who she was close with to allow her to take the small orphan with them um, and basically to adopt him. And huh. so basically he's, he's taken by the men and lived in a refugee camp, eventually settled in Tehran, Iran, and he was taken care of by Irina and all the other men in the regiment there. Wow. So he kind of lived, that was kind of his upbringing from when he was very, very little. And so yeah. uh, how roughly how old was he when they um, found him? I, we don't, I don't know exactly, but he was pretty young. You know, I think, I don't think he was beyond five, six, probably. I, I don't okay. think he was mm-hmm. older than that at all. You know, um, he just, just from what you've said so far, he reminds me of Ulver from the wheel of time. That's a good reference. I don't think any of our listeners will get that one, but that's a great, great. If you guys got that reference, you'd love it. I mean, it's <laughs> no. Kind of a, a come on, lad. we have some listeners who probably have read. I mean, you're probably right. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, uh, Amazon's gonna be making a show out of it, so you'll see right. eventually. Okay, that's, that's not. Right. The, that's not. That's the right. Sounds like an advertisement. <laughs> Tune in every. No, I'm just <laughs> this episode brought to you by Prime <laughs> Video. Yes. <laughs> okay, so. Um, basically what happened is a consequence of his upbringing. Um, later that year, all in good fun and kind of as an act of playful kindness with the boy, um, he was officially enlisted with the 22nd Artillery Supply Company and was given the name Wojtek, um, again, which is kind of an old Slavic name, but it kind of means happy soldier. Um, and that was the name he was given by these soldiers. So he kind of was adopted by these guys and kind of grew up among them. And over time, he finally began to regain his appetite and his health. Um, unfortunately, he began to develop a taste for beer and coffee and cigarettes and all the things that the soldiers around him frequently enjoyed. Coffee. Um, it's like, <laughs> oh, man. I know one of those things isn't like the other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They, some, somebody get this boy some coffee. <laughs> unfortunately, coffee. Um, so that was one of the interesting aspects of, of Wojtek. He really actually enjoyed um, beer, coffee, and cigarettes. So. And this is this is still like in the middle of World this War II? This is around 1942, yes. Yeah, this is around that what, time. And he's like six years old? Around that. Yeah, he, he obviously wow. grows and gets oh older. Oh, my gosh. Right? Oh. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> interesting story. Um, but eventually he becomes really close with the men of the regiment who take him in. And they kind of treat him like one of their own sons. He would often sleep in their bunkers um, at night. And as he grew up, he would enjoy wrestling with the other men and goofing off. He, they also taught him some formal military behavior, you know, how to give proper salutes. And he would actually do that sometimes. And he would march with them in some of their, their training exercises that they would do. And he was kind of an amusement to a lot of the other units and civilians who were around. And they kind of were like, hey, this little cute guy is like one of our boy soldiers, you know. And he's, he's kind of our mascot. And they kind of took him in in a lot of ways and um he eventually traveled all over the middle east with this regiment and they just took him along with them because they weren't even engaged in any kind of combat they were mostly a supply unit that would help supply artillery guns so he wasn't ever in any combat um dude, but he kind of became like their their mascot for their group dude the more you talk about him the more he sounds like Ulver from wheel of time like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <he> sounds exactly <laughs> like him. this is actually a fictional character but <laughs> no seriously although this the Wheel of Time is honestly a fantastic series. I, I recommend it to our listeners. And then once you read it, you will see that Wojtek <laughs> is over. Seven once years you've down gone the through line. a 14-book <laughs> series, come back to this episode. Each like a thousand pages, right? Yep. Yeah. And he's yep. only, what, he comes in at like book six? Seven. Seven. Yeah, something like that. Oh, yeah. So... Okay. Sorry. Yeah, happy reading, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> while you're while you're in quarantine, yeah. perhaps you can enjoy some, some reading along with your podcasting. Wow. So... He is literally just traveling around at this point, 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. He'd go around with them and everybody thought that was quite funny. And uh, I could just imagine like, imagine if you're in the regiment and you like, you're taking this kid around. Like, I just wonder what the people outside the regiment would have thought. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll get, we'll get more into that as we go on. Um, so eventually he continues to um, grow and get older. And over the next several years, he gets to about 200 pounds. What? 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 I think did I forget to mention that he's actually a bear? Oh shoot, I forgot to tell you guys. Voitex actually a bear. My bad. I forgot to tell you this whole time. (laughs) Wait, what? Um, he was a bear who was adopted as a cub and he became a part of this regiment over time. Oh my gosh. My bad guys. Are you serious? I'm gonna Google it right now. I'm not even kidding. We are we are not recording this on April 1st, so I don't know what's going on. Wait, yeah, it's April 2nd actually when we record Uh, this. So I thought I would prime you guys. So because this sounds so much like a human, I realized that because Wojtek was such a personal good friend of these guys, he almost sounded like a human to me. So I thought I'd show you just how humanized this bear was by telling the story as if he was a bear or was a boy instead of a bear. Ah, you debated us. Wait, so is he or is he not a bear? He is a bear. He is a bear. So, <laughs> questions you never thought you'd be asking. Are you, are you a man or a bear? Who so, are you? I take back what I said about Olver. He does not sound like Olver anymore. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> so how on earth does a bear smoke a cigarette? Okay, that's the hilarious part. So this bear, again, like I said, he actually was really close and all the people loved him and took care of him. He would actually sleep with them at night sometimes in their barracks. Um, They would just feed him food. And he also developed a taste for beer. And the bear loved to drink beer and he would eat packs of cigarettes. So he wouldn't smoke them, obviously, but he would actually Wait. like eat the packs of cigarettes just raw. You said up. he would, for, when you were te- when when you were deceiving us, <laughs> you said that... <laughs> When you, when you were deceiving us, you said that he was a Kurdish boy. Is this a Kurdish bear? It was. It was. He's he's from Syria. There was a boy who was a Kurdish boy who was the one who had him before he passed it on and sold it to the regiment when they were coming by. So it was a slight twist uh, of the like truth. Like an adopted mm. Kurdish bear. Yes, it's <laughs> a great way to describe it. So yeah, this this a bear was originally from Syria, but he was adopted by a kid. Um, near that railroad track when they were How traveling. How many bears through. are there in Syria? You know, I didn't even realize that either, but I'm not sure. That's probably a good thing to look up. Wow, but, interesting. Um, yeah, it was a cub who didn't have any parents, and um, they just adopted him and decided to raise a bear. And so he ends up becoming like this this regiment's mascot, and he kind of becomes one of their own. You know, it's a really funny story. You know, I thought it was weird when you said that this boy was... Wait, did you say this, that he was the mascot? Yeah. Yeah, and I was <laughs> like, why is there a boy that's a mascot? <laughs> <laughs> I just I was waiting for you guys' reaction when I said he got to about 200 pounds and I was really going to be <laughs> excited to hear how you I mean look that. that's I mean look it, 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 if you said it had been several years like if he was a teenager and you said he was 200 pounds yeah. I would have been like I mean that's not too that that's not too much But if he was like 6 years old yeah No but that's... he he was it's only after a year he got to 200 pounds. So I left out that detail. It's a lot of beer. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of cigarettes. Yeah, here's the real lesson. <laughs> okay, so now that you guys have a proper framework and imagination when you think about Voitech, um, I don't this even, like I, I don't even trust you anymore. I think yeah. he's going <laughs> to turn out to be an elderly woman from China. All <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. He's a giraffe. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Okay, I promise, guys, this is actually the true story now. He was a bear who um, was a part of this Polish regiment. And so what happens is as this this group is traveling through um, the Middle East and they're going through Palestine, eventually into Egypt, um, this Polish regiment is going to join the British invasion of Italy. I think this is around 1942. But um, mascots and animals weren't allowed on the sea craft that they were going to be embarking upon to get to Italy. Wait, how many regiments had animals and mascots? None. I mean, but it was the idea, like, some people might have dogs or cats. (laughs) Enough that they had to make a rule. Like, a captain is looking at the bear and is like, wait a second, that's not in the rule book. You're not allowed to do that. (laughs) Specifically, Article 5.4 says no bears over 200 pounds allowed on our And they're like, this is a Kurdish boy. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a bear. The captain's like, you're deceiving me. Oh, man. So, so what happens then is that because they are really wanting to take Wojtek with them um, on the sea craft, they bypass this restriction by promoting him to the rank of private in the second, 22nd <laughs> Artillery Supply Company. So and they did pretty much do that. They did. So technically, <laughs> so technically, it actually did abide by the law. And I mean, come on. If you're a bunch of soldiers and you have some cute little bear who just follows you around, who's not going to want to have him with you, you know? So I think they were kind of like, you know, we'll let it slide. So because he was enlisted in the army officially by the law, he had his own paychecks, he had an ID number, and he had a rank, and all these different, you know, documentations associated with being a soldier in the Polish army. Like, did they actually pay him? Like, they gave him money? I don't know if they did, but he was on their payroll, basically, (laughs) is is what that means. He probably just spend it on beer. Yeah, yeah, beer and cigarettes. Yeah. I think he might just be the highest paid bear in human history. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so basically, he would um, while they went on this, you know, during this battle when they were, you know, traveling, he would live with the other men in tents, or sometimes he would have his own specialized crate. They would have him stay in to transport him from place to place. Um, but the coolest part about Wojtek is during the um, during the whole battle, right? During during the war when they're coming up through Italy, Wojtek would help um, his unit carry supplies and ammunition back and forth between locations. So he was so big and strong that he, he actually was trained in how to carry massive crates of ammunition holding really huge 100-pound, you know, artillery shells. Like crazy things like that that would take two or three guys. He could carry by himself and wow. just walk it over to different places and he trained you know he would sometimes walk on two legs in between their regiment when they were marching together he was trained how to you know like i said before give a salute to them and it was really funny but he was kind of like a a, an actual assistance to this regiment who would help carry supplies for them i thought that was really really funny and so there's actually a great picture online i have one up here pulled up right now but um the 22nd's um emblem eventually became a bear holding an artillery shell so you can actually (laughs) look up pictures if you're interested listeners and you can look up voitex emblem and there's a picture of him on this little you know flag holding a, a, a artillery shell while walking it's a really funny picture but that actually became their official logo during the war this wow. is like the um, emancipation of every gamer's dream to have an animal <laughs> companion in real life. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That carries yeah. your ammo inventory. Wow. I know. I know. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really funny to me how um, he became such a funny like figure to the soldiers that he kind of, you know, inspired them and was the center of all their regalia and all these kinds of things. So um, Hmm. there was, you know, there was a battle at Monte Cassino in Italy. And during that battle, obviously he was helping carry supplies back and forth. So after that, he was honored with the promotion to the rank of corporal for his service (laughs) in that battle. So I just love that he kind of became a a national figure for Poland in some ways. Um, So what basically, you know, again, this is a short episode, but after the war, um, he was transported to Scotland and 
his regiment actually went there as well. So this Polish regiment relocated to Scotland, and he lived out his days in Edinburgh in the zoo there, and eventually, you know, lived in the zoo, and lived quite a long life for a bear. Apparently lived about 21, 22 years old, and he was uh, lauded as a great hero of the war. And there wow, are, there wow. are currently some statues of him in, in Scotland and Poland, and uh, you can actually... Um, you can actually look up pictures of him. They had some great pictures you can find on the internet. Um, but when he died, he was almost 500 pounds and over six feet tall. So this, this was a big bear, you know. But Man, he's just, a big chungus, dude. Yeah. So, I, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. That's so, insane. Isn't that great? I just, I love that. So if, if you guys are ever wondering, you know, what's the craziest thing that happened in World War II? I mean, this might be pretty high up there in terms of just crazy shenanigans that went I down. I think so. I know we technically broke our rule by talking about a World War II hero, but I don't mind breaking it for a bear. You know, I don't know <laughs> yeah. exactly. I don't know if that's technically breaking the rules. Yeah, it's understandable now. So I guess yeah. we could tell our audience members if they have other animals from World War II, <laughs> they could send them our way. Yeah. Open up the box, man. All it's those, like a whole like, bunch of heroes. All those like for... carrier pigeons and all that stuff. Pigeons. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's that's insane, though. Wow. Yep. And so even when he was in the zoo, apparently he they would still feed him cigarette packs sometimes, and he would just, you know, he would go eat at them? it. Yeah, he would eat he them. Would... That doesn't sound healthy for <laughs> yeah a bear Maybe or it's... a person. <laughs> hey, he lived to a good old age and was 500 pounds, so I I, I consider that a happy bear life. Honestly. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what an unbearable diet. <laughs> oh. 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 Wow. Oh. Uh, Sorry. Well, that's uh, <laughs> that's crazy. How did you even find? How did you even find him? He googled bears during World War II. Mister <laughs> <laughs> <List of> Bears. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this, I actually had a friend in my my other job who um, he was like, "Hey, there was this bear during World War II, and you should like pretend that he wasn't a bear in your podcast sometime." Wow. And I was like, "That's actually a really good idea." So I looked wow. into it. So it's his fault we were deceived. Pretty much, yeah. So I thought that was a pretty hilarious idea because he does feel so anthropomorphized because he's just kind of this, you know, yeah. promoted companion of this regiment. So yeah, really and he was a corporal, so it's like you don't jump to bear when you hear corporal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, imagine like there are some people who were outranked by a bear in World War II. Yeah. I mean, that's gotta be <laughs> that's gotta be a shot to the yeah. ego. Dude, people, you know? whenever people tell me about like, oh, have you heard of General Smith? I'm gonna be like, okay, he's he's that. Is that a human? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Why, why do you need the distinction, man? Yeah. Listen to episode thing. 13. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. Well, thanks, James. That's, wow. What a, what a riot, man. I mean, that was. <laughs> what yep. a ride. What a ride. <laughs> what a, yeah. Yep. What a crazy roller coaster of emotions I just went through <laughs> about a bear. I, I apologize for the deception like in my voice. Yeah. Joy and betra- betrayal at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to, um, about wrap it up for this episode, but I just want to thank you, uh, listeners, for all of the love and support you've shown us so far this this yes. season. We're going to be bringing you these episodes kind of a little bit shorter, once a week. Check that out every Monday. Stay tuned. Share it with your friends, your family, your parents, your children, your bears. He's <laughs> um, <laughs> an inspiration to bears everywhere. Yeah. yeah, but we just want to thank you so much. And so... We still don't want to leave any uns- any hero unsung. We want to sing about every hero. Now, we don't have time to produce a whole song, but we do have time for James to improv a song. So 
He has literally no idea what he's going to say or play, but <laughs> James is, has a guitar here. This is going to be bad. Oh. And he's going to sing. So why don't you go ahead and do that for us, James? All right, here we go. Let, let's, let's see how we're going to work jungle, this out. In the jungle, the mighty jungle, <laughs> the band sleeps tonight. <laughs> All right. There was a corporal in World War II. He was greater than you. <laughs> and none could compare. That was until they realized that he was a, a bear. bear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We will see you guys on the next one. Bye, everybody. Bear, bear. Bye-bye.